Cam Newton has joined us. We're going to start with uh, Mike Reese, followed by Jim McBride. Go ahead, Mike. Okay. Cam, good to see you. Hey, what's going on? Um, at what level would you put your comfort uh, in terms of running the offense right now? Uh, I don't think that's a, um, you know, for me, it's just trying to become comfortable each and every day. I think it's a work in progress. I'm going to take this mask off. I think it's a um, it's a work in progress each and every day for me. Um, every day is a work day. Every day is a, another day to, to learn more. And I think that's an ongoing process for me. So I don't necessarily have a specific number. It's more or less trying to uh, manage this offense in a way that, that, that I can become comfortable. Uh, and every day is a new challenge. Uh, next question, Jim McBride, followed by Mike Giard. Uh Cam, every every player we've talked to so far, when they reference you, they talk about the energy you bring to practice. Uh, I'm wondering, as the quarterback, how important is that for you to bring that energy every day? And uh, kind of set Listen, man, it's extremely important, especially for me as a person. And, you know, anybody who knows me know that, you know, that's that it's all about the a, a vibe that you have to set and you curate. And in essence, you know, we want to change that word vibe. It, it more or less becomes the standard. You know, uh, walking into this locker room it has been such a, you know, a, 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 a good energy here that I just want to make sure that I do my part and in, in, in even though we may have a lackluster day offensively, you know, it's just my job as one of the default leaders at my position, you know, to make sure that everybody knows we have to become better. We have to make sure we hold each other accountable. And that's all I'm trying to do uh, each and every day. So, you know, for me, no matter if it's if it's coming up with a handshake, no matter if it's just jumping up and down, no matter if it's, you know, getting in somebody's face to tell them a joke, you know, those things may come off as me getting other people, you know, focused and ready, but more or less, it's just me holding myself accountable more than anything else because I, I, stick, I, I go by a code and stick to the code of, if you say something to somebody, you better make sure that you, you know, you're, you're holding yourself in check as well, and that's what I'm trying to do. Uh, next question, Mike Giardi, followed by Mark Daniels. Cam, first things first, where can I get a hat like that? Mashika. That's nice. Yeah. It's very nice. I'm not sure I could pull it off like you can. But... Yes, you can. You, just, you can't be scared to wear it now. It ain't going to bite you. <laughs> and I, I wanted to ask you, I've noticed uh, several times here over the course of the last week or so, you pulling guys aside um, and working. Yesterday in particular, I think you, you and Muhammad didn't hook up in the back of the end zone. And mm -hmm. like very next period, you guys pulled aside and you started to work on that. How, how valuable are those sessions and what are you trying to get across? Man, it, it's, it's extremely valuable for me and my growth as this offense, you know, continues to go. Um you know, I'm just trying to take the lead of the guys that's been here before me, um, the Hoyers of the world, the Stidhams of the world, and, you know, I've seen that they, that's what they do. So if we have any type of question, I think the thing about this particular group that, that's so fascinating is, is as long as you keep pushing, they're going to keep accelerating, you know, being that, you know, even though we've been kind of low in, in, in the depth chart, um, for other positions, but that does not negate the the willingness to get better outside of what they were supposed to do. 
meaning, you know, with with Muhammad and 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 Jews and uh, Doughboy. Well, I'm sorry, Nikhil. Um, you know, everybody just have this mentality that you know we have uh, reps that we can kind of steal away via special teams or anything. You know, we all are willing to do so. And I'm just like I said, I'm just learning from the guys prior to me. You know, Hoyer's been a great you know, uh, you know, visual for me to kind of look at as well as Stidham. And I just wanted to, you know, do my part in knowing that it wasn't good enough in that past drill, so we got to make it good enough. Thank you. Next question, Mark Daniels, followed by Andrew Callahan. Football as well, Cam. Tamir Bird was telling us that you've been giving teammates their own individual handshakes going back two days <laughs> in Carolina. Yeah. When did that start, and how do you come up with these handshakes for you know, teammates? Uh, you know what? It's, everybody's different. You know, one handshake for one person, you know, kind of speaks to the relationship that you may have to that specific person. And I'm just going to be honest with you. I, I, I kind of, you know, bit off somebody else's swag. Uh, with LeBron, I seen LeBron years ago, um, you know, have different handshakes for every single person on the roster. And I was like, man, that's pretty cool. But as I began to do that, I started realizing how my relationship with that person, certain handshakes just morph just off of, you know, how you particularly know that person. So it's just been so fun. And obviously for the guys to get to know me and understand my energy level and knowing that, you know, it, it takes one time to do it and another time for not do it that somebody's going to say, hey, man, you know, don't forget my handshake now. You know, so we all have indirect and direct ways to hold each other accountable and it keeps you locked in in, in, in practices uh, so we can keep everybody energy level at an all-time high. Thanks. Uh, next question, Andrew Callahan, followed by Evan Lazar. Hey, Cam, it's, it's good to see you. Thanks for taking the time here today. Uh, I wanted to go back to something you just mentioned, being a leader by default, kind of of your position. Mm -hmm. You know, in the two months you've been in New England, aside from just being the quarterback, do you feel like you've established yourself or close to establish yourself as a leader of the team? Well, that's not something that you try to do. It's just, it's, it just has to happen naturally. And, um, you know, there's been... Since day one, there's been probably some things that I would probably have stereotyped from the outside looking in, and then people probably did it vice versa with me, stereotyping the person who I am from how the media may portray certain things. But at the end of the day, that you cannot be negated off of the person who you really are, and that's what just happens. Uh, I think with our position that we play or that I play, you know, not many positions in sports has a default leader, and quarterback is is ideally one of those positions. So with that being said, you have to make sure that you hold yourself accountable higher than, you, you know, a normal person, and you would want to be more of the leader that leads more by example than anything else. Our next question, Andrew Callahan, followed by Evan Lazar. I'll take a follow-up, Stacey. Um, Cam, sorry, you mentioned the stereotypes about maybe how you're portrayed in the, in the media or other players. Is that just, are you talking about having an idea of who someone might be before you meet them, or, or what did you mean by that? Hey, come on now. I mean, I'm not going to dive into, 
you know, what we all know what I mean by that. But at the same time, you know, there's been some things that a lot of people may have not knew about me uh, prior to it. And it's and not, a, and I don't want to make this like a negative annotation, you know what I'm saying? I, I just want to make sure that, you know, for me and my worth to this team, I want to make sure that I'm showing or I am as accessible to this team as I can possibly be. And, you know, we all see certain things happen outside of the building and we may not know a lot of things about it accurately until you actually know. And that's what just happens. So for me, you know, I want to be as accessible to this team as I could possibly be, whatever coach needs me to be, whatever the players expect me to be, you know, and whatever I expect me to be, I'm willing to do that and go over and beyond for that. And thanks, man. I appreciate it. Yes, sir. Kevin Lazar, followed by Alex Park. Hey, Cam. I was talking to uh, Josh McDaniels, Coach McDaniels, the mm -hmm. other day, and he just said that he's actually picked your brain on ways to put things in the offense to fit your skill set. So I was just wondering what that creative process has been like with Coach McDaniels and Coach Fish to you know, use what you're good at. Right. I mean, it's been it's been therapeutic for me. Um, and just knowing that these guys have been as patient throughout this process, you know, that I would have wanted them to be, you know, obviously learning a 20 year installment of plays all in a, a short time span is, is, is been challenging. But yet I think it would have been more challenging if you you didn't have the tutelage of a Jed, a, a tutelage of a Josh, Coach Josh and Jed and you know, even the help of other quarterbacks, Lewerke's helped me, uh, Stiddy has helped me, Hoister has helped me, you know, receivers have helped me. Um, and it's, it's been going vice, you know, back and forth. And, you know, obviously there's been some things that, you know, hasn't been implemented before, you know, um, and with, with, with me at the quarterback position in times, you know, there is a, 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 a dissertation, so to speak, of, this is how we're expecting it to be. Okay, now can they flip it and say, well, how are you expecting it to be? And I'll say the same thing, you know, when we're in quarterback meetings and, you know, obviously with this being my, my first year in this offense as well as, you know, Coach Fish, you know, those things, you know, is something that we always ask, you know, Stiddy and Hoister and, and, and see what, what, what it's been like, you know, for them and those reasons. So, you know, it's just a – um, a reciprocated attitude, you know, from learning. It just isn't a one-way street. You know, we all learn from each other, and I think that's the thing that, that, that puts me at ease. Thanks, Cam. Uh, Alex Barth, followed by Phil Perry. Hey, Cam. You mentioned getting on the same page as some of the receivers and working with them. I'm just curious what it's like, what it's been like for you working with these running backs and throwing to the running backs. Ooh. Yeah. Um, Berkey and, and, and Jay White, man, those guys, man, they've been extremely good. You know, outside of me and Damon not having the best uh, collegiate uh, out of eyesight to eyesight, you know, he's been good too. Um, but uh, other than that, man, you know, one thing, one thing that we all know that, you know, being in a, in a franchise or organization like this, you're going to get coached extremely hard. 
And, you know, those guys are going to show up day in and day out in practice. And I think that's the thing that I look forward to. And, and, and with knowing that, that kind of puts the onus back on you to say, you know, make sure that you're doing your job and, you know, everything else will fall in place. Thanks. Uh, Phil Perry followed by Kyle Hightower. Phil, I think you're muted. Sorry about that. Cam, just quickly wanted to ask you first. It sounded like you called Nikhil Harry Doughboy. 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 Yeah, well, um, it comes from the character Pillsbury Doughboy. And um, that is a specific brand that's used for caking. And the rest is history. So instead of calling them Pillsbury Doughboy, I just cut it off at Doughboy. You know what I mean? <laughs> is that like a softness issue? No, absolutely not. Absolutely okay. not. It's more or less about him and his off the field, you know, prowess. You know what I mean? Rather than on the field, none, none of none of my nicknames ever comes from on the field. By the way, just FYI. Okay, I just wanted to, to ask you that first, but no. I, I do want to ask you too, Kim. I mean, we've all seen how the quarterback splits, uh, quarterback reps have been split up. Right. And I'm curious, do you feel as though the starting quarterback job is yours right now? Absolutely not. Um, every day is a work day for me, and I'm that that label is not important to me right now because I know I have so much to that I need to get better at, so much that I need to learn, so much that I need to be comfortable with. And throughout this process, that's the last thing that I'm pretty much worried about, um, knowing that you know there are certain things when I come to the line of scrimmage and it's just not as firing mentally as I would want it to be, rather than other plays that, that, that may be called. And I see you know, a person like uh, Hoister go to the line and he's just as sharp as it could be and you know from me asking him questions and he answered them and uh, you know studying and things like that there's there's things that I know I need to be become better at and be, until I get those things done you know not everything else is irrelevant thank you uh, last question Kyle Hightower Cam, just looking at your social media, obviously you're in tune with what's going on in Wisconsin with the Jacob Blake incident. Uh, I wonder, um, have you balanced just, you know, obviously concentrating on football and being the best you can be here with obviously what's going on with the world and around you and just, you know, obviously you're a father, it's just to have you in front of children. Just, I just wonder what your thoughts are, where your head's at, just kind of balancing everything that's going on like that. Man, it's just disheartening that, I mean, I, I read a quote that when you love something so much that it doesn't show you love back. I think it was Doc Rivers who said that. I may have said that wrong. But needless to say, you know, the, the, what's going on in this uh, country of ours at times, you know, is extremely disgusting. And until we find a fix, I think more than never we have to unify and become one as much as possible from the Black Lives Matter campaign, from the social injustice, you know, bringing awareness with that, and just everybody, you know, becoming more aware of certain things and not necessarily turning their ear, turning their face with, with things that are extremely blatant. Um, you know, so it becomes hard, you know, being a father, it becomes hard knowing that, you know, yeah, 
you know what your day job is but yet we have to use our platform to raise awareness for for issues like this and and, and while we're going through so much you know from COVID-19 you know this is an election year with voting and, and making everybody aware to vote uh, and having issues that still are pertinent in, 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 in our society and in our community and still not seeing things done, you just have to stay focused and, and, and impact the things that you can impact the most. So for me, you know, I do try to bring awareness from the, the environment that I'm into each and every day from my children, from, you know, having open discussions in the locker room, not just with all black players, you know, with Caucasians as well as who, whoever the, or whatever the race may be. And I think that's the start, you know, that we all can impact change in our own right. Thanks, Cam. Thank you very much, Cam. All right. Thank you.